0: Welcome in,
2: it is episode infinity of infinity Jobbing Out, good, Aaron Oster here, exactly, Baltimore Sun Rolling Stone, Gleg will be joining us for segment two, he is not in the studio right now, but I am joined in studio by
0: the main event, event. <laughs>
2: AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins who is in town for doing some Redskins work. Season back uh
0: going on for you right now. Yeah, OTAs back and um not the good kind of OTAs not my album. The uh, the shitty kind that makes you move away from your house for 2 months just to do the same workout you could do at your house. So yeah. Sounds like fun. It's not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you know what? We do have the Infinity War this weekend, so. That is true. I'm I already when tickets. It? When are you it?
0: Uh 10, I think 10:45 Thursday night.
2: Nice. I might not be able to sit till like Sunday. It's I It's bumming me out. The stupid
0: NFL draft is killing me. Yeah. Luckily, see, Aaron, if you just played in the NFL, you wouldn't give two dams about the NFL draft.
2: That's what I need to do. Just get get <laughs> me a job. You know, I'll, I'll be the the. Placeholder or something like yeah. that. You know,
0: I can do that. I don't. I don't think there's a whole spot on the fifty-three for a placeholder, but we could talk him into it.
2: Maybe. You know, I hey, you have pull with the Redskins. <laughs> you <laughs> can get me a job there.
0: Yeah.
2: But uh, yeah. You know, busy, busy weekend. Obviously, Infinity War Part One. Yep. Obviously, uh, you know, for me, I have to deal with the NFL draft. I know Glenn does. Isn't it too. weird
0: to like? Doesn't that take kind of some of the suspense out of what's going to happen when you know that this is part one?
2: Not really, because like, even if you assume that there's going to be some big deaths or whatever. Uh You don't know, are they going to be in part one? Are they going to be in part two? Or, you know, you don't know what's going to be where. I'm, I'm really curious about it. I don't think it takes any of the suspense out of it. I think it adds some of it.
0: I don't know.
2: I, I, like, I, I'm like, so convinced that some of the, you know, the majors are dying.
0: Oh yeah, I if I had to put money down, Tony Stark's is definitely dying. Yeah,
2: but but you don't know. Is it going to be in part one? Is it going to be in part, part two?
0: Part one, he doesn't want to do it anymore. Um, Chris Evans, aka Captain America, I think is going to die. He doesn't want to do it anymore. Right. So like, I think both of them die. Pretty. Pretty. I think I, they I die think, sacrificing themselves. See, I
2: think they both make it to uh, to part two. Maybe. That, and that but that's the thing that takes some of the uh, that adds a suspense to it what, okay so if I tell you so let let's keep it within the avengers so okay. so don't don't count either the true side here but basically anyone who's in civil war okay plus the guardians okay what's the over under
0: for dying? I mean, they got, they've built Thanos to the point that, like... Oh, he, people have to die. <laughs> he, like, like, he is the mega heel yes. in this situation. Yes, yes.
2: If, if they just walk over unscathed, that, that's worse than Roman
0: Reigns. It'll get booed. <laughs> so I think that the over-under people in Civil War, I'm going with...
2: Let's say Civil Wars plus Guardians.
0: Plus Guardians? Plus Guardians. I'm going at least four people die.
2: Yeah, I was gonna set the over/under to around like three and a half to four and a half, somewhere around there. Four yeah. feels right. Like four. you got like Vision, you got like yeah. maybe Valken, someone like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, a couple of the smaller. You'll and then you'll have the the big guys that we talked. I'm I can't wait. I, I can't wait. wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna see it probably three times in the first week. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm <laughs> excited. But uh, in addition to that, we have this little thing on Friday. Yep. This little thing right in the middle of the day, which surprisingly, ending.
0: I'm actually more excited for than the Infinity War. You're more excited, yeah, dude. I mean, look, I'm not. I, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be Mark awesome. Brock Lesnar versus Ro- Roman Reigns in a cage. In a cage. You got a ladder match for the Intercontinental Title. Samoa Joe, Miz, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins. You got um tag title match, which should actually be a match this time. You hope, Bet- <laughs> yeah, between the Usos and the Bludgeon Brothers. You got another tag title match between Broken. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt which I love how they're mixing their two themes together and making I, I them I wish I wish they were a
2: true mash-up instead of just let's play one part let's play the other let's play one part but the let's thing play is the there's other. no
0: way to make that a true mashup. i wonder like there a, isn't okay fair enough <laughs> there isn't matt's is too
2: upbeat and braze is too mellow fair enough then, then i'd almost like a like a new theme combining it i, I like do that not better but because
0: i want braze fireflies you, you want the
2: fireflies Fair <laughs> enough. that is the
0: best part of the game fair enough <laughs> uh but uh you got that you got um uh cruiserweight title match i believe yes uh you have um a United States title match, correct? Uh, you have a fifty-man battle royal, which seems to only Royal Rumble, which seems to only be giving the winner a giant a trophy. trophy. Now yeah. the trophy looks cool. Sure, it's the definitely the best design of a trophy they've ever made. Okay, but <laughs> I, I yeah, hope no. that something else comes with it.
2: You would think, but of course, you would think that if something else was coming with it, they would have you know said it
0: this week, or maybe they announced it at the show.
2: That'd be cool. That'd be cool. You know, they come yeah. out and say, oh, by the way, this guy gets a title shot at Money in the Bank. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be dope. But, you know, it'd be nice to know going into it. Yeah. But, it you know, it's WWE. And it's all coming to you live from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, which is plastered everywhere. If you didn't know, you have not been watching not only wrestling, you have not been watching anything. Because I swear there are more commercials for this than there were for WrestleMania. It's I mean, insane. It's going to be a big event. It's insane. Yep. I mean, it's a huge event. It's WrestleMania Part 2. Really, it is. It really is. It's it's, it's Infinity War Part Two. It's Infinity War Part. They they should just call. I mean, I know Shakar already has this. Their uh their big Royal Rumble thing is the Infinite Gauntlet. Yeah. So I mean, they should just co op that. You know what's but...
0: funny is uh, I saw um Ben Penrod on on Twitter. He re- re- uh, retweeted a tweet that was like uh, uh Thanos has killed. He's <laughs> killed Iron Man. He's killed Captain America. Uh, Wakanda's in ruins. uh New York City's trash blah 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 blah. like he's run through everybody and then roman reigns music yep. hits and i was like and you would still boo him and
2: just, <laughs> he's saw his response, right yeah i'd have to start thinking about Thanos' perspective <laughs> yeah it was a pretty good tweet yeah, it man, was pretty just,
0: good it's just but that is where we are today that that's where Speaking we are roman reigns you know i uh guy got to meet him yesterday i i for did the see a third that. time
2: for the third third time i remember once at wrestlemania what was the other time
0: uh for his birthday party at jimmy's famous seafood
2: oh you went th- that's right
0: um after i think it was raw or a
2: paper and you just so happened to be wearing a wrestling shirt there
0: i literally was (laughs) i i always wear wrestling shirts on mondays and Tuesdays. was
2: it just a long layover in dc or whatever Yeah. so
0: him titus o'neill braun Strowman was there too but he had already left by the time um those guys were going into the weight room um they landed and they had five hour layover at dulles before flying to saudi arabia um so they decided to come to the redskins facility and work out and get their grind on and I saw I was literally getting dressed for my shower after my shower after I had been done for the day and Roman Reigns just goes walking through the locker room and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Wait, it's not four twenty. I didn't do you know (laughs) I'm like, what is happening here? Like and then I realized oh shit, I saw say Roman. He turns around, we talk for a little bit, he goes he goes back into the equipment room. I go back there, Titus is sitting there. Me and Titus have been cool for a while. Um And I talk, we talk, blah, blah, blah. We talk for like 10 minutes. They say they're about to go get their lift on. I show them where the weight room is. We take a picture, and I go on my business. And that, fans, is how you be a mark without being a total douche. Because I understand, even though I'm a massive mark, guys, there is a Roman Reigns framed, signed T-shirt in my man cave from WrestleMania 32 with the ticket stub, there's a picture in the frame that he also signed. I am a I have two Roman Reigns pops. When when it's
2: appropriate, really, you're, you're you're a fan of Roman Reigns. Yeah, I am it, a it's huge weird.
0: Roman Reigns mark. But I News. was able to <laughs> compose myself and not be a total asshole for no reason, and not also to be able to casually ask for a picture when it felt right, not just to jump in there. But he was, you know, he's doing stuff. You know, that's how you do that. That's how you do that. And so I there's a way to be a mark without being a disrespectful mark. Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. And uh, I, I've, I have mastered these techniques because I understand all the times that I've been in the bathroom and have people have come up to me, find out that I play football, and want to take a picture with me in the bathroom while I'm at the urinal with Dick in hand. <laughs> hey, bro, can we take a picture? Yeah, can I finish pissing first? Yes. They, I, I these they, they wanted it at the urinal. Come but on, these man. These are real things that have happened, yes. So I understand how to, how to play the game.
2: Fair enough. Time, Time to, to play the game so they're they're in saudi arabia right now we are going to get to look we're going to break down all the matches we're going to talk about some of the things around the greatest yeah. royal rumble there there are some things we do need to talk about when glenn comes on for segment two we will talk about all that however is in a weird spot right now where in addition to promoting the greatest royal rumble there's literally only one more set of shows until backlash so a lot of stuff had to be covered on raw and smackdown this week we'll get into that here where do you want to
0: start um, I would definitely love to start with uh, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. I, I mean, Drew, Drew is everything. First of all, that little finishing move that they have? Yes. Oh, my God. That might be the best tag team finisher in WWE right now.
2: I'd have to think about it, but, yeah, I mean, I mean aesthet- it's up there.
0: Aesthetically, it's just, it, first first of all, works. it shouldn't work because timing-wise, it should never work. right. <laughs>
2: but it does it w- yeah <laughs> and i don't understand how they just got the timing down then two very talented performers yes, that's, very, that's what it very is very
0: talented performers
2: um that you know what Dolph said was fine afterwards but when drew took the mic i mean that was a main event promo yep it was a main event look yep he looks like a main event player yep all the way around which begs the question why is he with Dolph ziggler right now
0: Dolph Ziggler's the main inventor. I understand that, but I don't think. They're Why pro- do you keep disrespecting Dolph Ziggler well, okay. year after year? I I mean I don't mean to. Year I like, I, after year, I like you it. disrespect I, I, Dolph I Ziggler. I understand that, and I'm tired of it. I, 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 here's here's You're my like point. the fucking worst. You just try to take a pot shot at Dolph Ziggler. I don't again. I don't mean to. Here's my like if, again. If, like you said, we're we're talking about these great tag team finisher. And oh everything. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. But Drew McIntyre's is the main inventor, right? Okay, who's had more Intercontinental title reigns? Huh? They, he's all, who
2: looked more like a main eventer on Monday? Who looked
0: more like a main eventer on Monday? Uh, for one promo? Yes, for one pro, for, for the, since he's been up, for the three weeks since he's been up. You could say Drew McIntyre. Who looked more like a main eventer when they literally have main evented pay per views before? I mean, has Drew McIntyre, I mean, as of, in the past
2: eight years, has he main evented a pay per view? Dolph? Drew. Drew, drew, drew. No, that's my point. Oh, uh, but my, that's my That's literally is, my full point. Oh, I, I understand. Yes. <laughs> if, if we're talking about 2015, 2014, 2013, then yes, obviously. But I, I right now, if you told me right now that Drew McIntyre, let's say Roman won, and Drew McIntyre was the next challenger,
0: I'd buy that in a heartbeat. I, I'd buy that too. But I would also buy it with, as uh, Dolph Ziggler is the next challenger with Drew McIntyre in his corner. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I, I could, I could buy that too. It's Drew, he blew me away. Like, I don't know I mean, why. He, looked, he did the same thing he's been doing on NXT. He it, just has a fixed bicep.
2: <laughs> he does have a fixed bicep. I mean, that promo, though, I wasn't... You know, he was fine in NXT. He was good. I loved him in NXT and everything. I wasn't sure if the promo was going to fully translate to the main roster, to back up to the main roster. Obviously, he's been on the main roster before. Um, I mean, he's... He's everything. He is the chosen one again. Yeah,
0: and he looks great. <laughs> he looks great. He's credible. He's he's everything. I think that they take the tag team titles from it, which is logical, right? Bray and uh, Broken Bray and Broken Matt.
2: Yeah, I mean it. It makes perfect sense as you know as long as they want them in the tag division and they don't want them at a higher. I think point. I
0: think that it makes so much sense to have them because you can write the same story for both of those because we're done. We're all assuming that Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy are not going to be together for. Five years, two years, maybe six, six months, months, if that. I, yeah. don't, I don't know. I, I expect so,
2: Bray to turn pretty damn quickly. So
0: I think that Bray they win the titles, just like a situation with when he was with uh, Rome, uh, Randy Orton. Eventually, instead, and eventually he turns on uh, he turns on uh, Matt instead of the other way when Randy Orton turned on Bray, and you have this situation where uh, they that's how they get out of it. And then the very next thing you do, you have Drew and, and Dolph have the titles, and you have them do the exact same thing once they lose the belts to whoever they lose the belts Authors to. Authors of Pain. Authors of Pain, more than likely. Yep. So, like, it, 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 there's a lot. The Superstar shakeup. people get talked a lot of shit about, oh, there's not a lot. And by people, I mean you and Glenn. Oh, there wasn't a lot of things that were really that big that happened. A week later, there's a whole lot of big shit going down.
2: It's. I mean, they've they've used the superstar shake well. There's no doubt about that, and uh, I think that'll take us back over to SmackDown. We're kind of since we're standing with the Rumble segment two. We're going to kind of jump back and forth between yeah. the things. Jump out and on Ron SmackDown here. Um, obviously, you come out, you start with Miss TV, and Big Cass comes out,
0: and he cuts a promo. The only promo this week comparable to Drew McIntyre's. I, I loved, I loved the passion. Actually, that's not even true. The other promo that was comparable to both of them was Carmella, which was also on SmackDown, but continue. <laughs> uh, I, I,
2: you know, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the passion. I enjoyed the beginning of it where it lost me. was like, I decided to get taller and stuff like that. That was a little weird, but you know, it was a good promo overall and it sets up, you know, a, a natural fe- feud with Daniel Bryan and it adds the intrigue with The Miz. Yes. You know, you have The Miz and it's acting.
0: the perfect way to do it so that you can still prolong. Cause we're getting, here's what I think is going to happen. We're going to get Miz versus Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. Yes. I'm hoping. I'm hoping they don't burn now, that too early. Now, do we get that just Miz vs Daniel Bryan? Or do we get that Miz vs Daniel Bryan for the Intercontinental Championship?
2: That's... Or whatever time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What I mean, it's... <laughs> There's just so much. There's a lot you can do. There's a lot left but on the table, I,
2: too. I, and I enjoyed, you know, they teased the face turn on Twitter after Miz is, you know, talking about how terrible it was that Dane O'Brien got attacked from behind. We're, he's Big Cass and Miz are joining forces, right? Are, are we on the same page about have that? have to be. Yeah, I mean, th- this is not a face turn for the Miz. We're, we're on the same page yeah, about yeah. that. Um, but it works because you can go into it. It adds a little bit of intrigue. You don't even have to pull the trigger right at Backlash. You can kind of hold off where Miz gets involved. But the question is, you know, which way he's getting involved. And then before Money in the Bank or at Money in the Bank, you it do turns it where, out you, they you work it, together.
0: You, yeah, you can do it where um, Big Cass and and Daniel Bryan are having their match. And De- and Big Cass is cheating. And Daniel Bryan, co- I mean, uh, Miz comes jumps out. Jumps up on the apron. Miz comes out. Or comes out from the back or jumps up on right. the apron and is like, "Hey, ref, blah 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 blah." And then Daniel Bryan's like, "What are you doing here, Miz?" Blah blah blah. And that distraction costs him. Right. And now you're looking at it like Miz is like, "Bro, I really didn't even mean to exactly. Do that." And exactly. Exactly. That's how you build it, build it burn and it, then a little it. And then
2: it turns out they were working together the, the entire, entire time. time. And that's how you tell a story. Exactly Amazing, how right? You tell a story. <laughs> uh Yeah, I mean, good. look, if they're turning Miz's face, I'm nervous about that. They I won't. don't think they are. I mm-hmm. really don't think
0: they are. Um he needs to get one more Intercontinental title reign so he can break the record, and then he's going to go for the WWE title.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I think the only question is, do they bring the Intercontinental back to him, which that would be the reason. They, they need to fixed. give him the
0: Money in the Bank briefcase again. Uh, That's how he needs to win no, the title again.
2: I have no problem with that if they do. I mean, especially if... Okay, let's say you... let, let Let's go full-blown here. Let's go... Alright, so Miz and Daniel Bryan face each other at SummerSlam. Let's say Miz wins through nefarious means, yes. and they go their separate ways. Miz wins the title in the meantime, however, money in the bank, uh-huh. however. Daniel Bryan wins the Rumble, you have Miz, Daniel Bryan for the title at WrestleMania.
0: Oh my god, that is a feud. Like, that is what do people we're... Do people still chant yes when De- when Miz does the it kicks? Uh, or do they chant no? Against Daniel Bryan, they chant no. You sure? Yeah, I think so. I don't think so. It's (laughs) interesting. That's an interesting question. (laughs) I don't think so. I think they would do the no, just because we're... for for, Because realistically speaking, they should chant it, 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 it. it, but they don't. They chant yes.
2: They chant yes, because it's Daniel Bryan's move, but if you're using it against Daniel Bryan, do you still, you know, that's the... (laughs) Things that we need to think about as fan bases here before we get to the summer, guys. Yes. These are important things, important (laughs) little details we need to get settled.
0: Um, Speaking of... uh, Things we need to get settled. How about how they settled the the contract signing? First of all, Carmella, Mela is money. It's it's cheap heat, but it works. Mella it is worked. money. Cheap heat works. Like <laughs> <It's>, you know, <laughs> and it's not just it's not the thing is it's not just cheap heat. The best part is is the fact that like this is so like Carmella to me it's clear Carmella is going to win at Backlash through help from someone else. Because she just keeps rubbing in the fact, I did it all by myself, I did it all by myself, I did it all by myself. She talked about how she won the money in the bank by herself, which she did the second time, but the first time she absolutely did not. She cashed in. She did not do that all by herself. Right, of course not. That was the Iconics that helped her mostly.
2: So who would help her? Would it be the Iconics again, or would it be a surprise? A
0: surprise. Who's the surprise? Could be James Ellsworth. (laughs)
2: <laughs> That'd be a great bit. That'd be a great bit if he just pops up again to help
0: Could her. be Big Cass.
2: Big Cass, uh, yeah, if he doesn't go with Miz, then that's the natural. Of course, they broke up, so I don't know. In if... real life? Yeah, I think so. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that would be a little bit awkward, but, you know, it, it, WWE's done more awkward it things.
0: Could, it could be the debut of someone from NXT. Could be, yeah. I mean... It could go so many different ways. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I guess we haven't seen Tamina in a while.
2: You could do that if you that really wanted to.
0: That would absolutely work. Yeah. It could be so many different things. And I, and I think Have that... Have Lana join her. <laughs> anything works. Yep. Be, because at the end of the day, the whole point right now is to get Charlotte away from the title. Right. At least for the time being. The time being. Yes and uh you had the so that you can insert Asuka into the right. title picture. Yeah,
2: I mean I assume Asuka's the one who eventually The only thing that I even mildly question about that is like you know, I'm, again, I'm thinking way down the road here. I feel like you want Charlotte to win the Rumble to challenge Rousey, who's yeah. has the title on the other brand. So it's like, do you want her to win the title no, early like, no,
0: no. And, and then lose it in the fall so uh, she no. can win? I don't think Charlotte wins the women's title again. You, oh, you don't think she holds it at all? No, I think Asuka takes it from Carmella, and Asuka gets her comeuppance and beats Charlotte at SummerSlam. Right. I, mean, that's, that's, I, I agree with the
2: – but that's why I wonder maybe you put it back on charlotte for the summer you have oscar beat charlotte at summer school. no i think
0: Char- i think oscar takes it from from carmella, carmella and it's reasonable a- and defends it I and mean, that's that's
2: a long time to keep charlotte away from the title which i, I think it's not do that it. hard
0: to do with the iconics
2: I mean, you have the Iconics, you have, you know, whatever else you had in mind. The, the call-ups after SummerSlam. Absolution.
0: Slam. You you can you can do it. Yeah. It's just Page is it'll, the GM and Absolution's on the show.
2: It'll take patience on their part, but they, you know, Page
0: could be the new Stephanie McMahon.
2: Oh, I'd have no problem with that. And it makes sense. If Absolution's on the show, then Absolution should be getting the uh yes. the little special treatment <laughs> exactly. there considering that their Page's girl. Exactly. It would make sense. Again, we'll see if they go that direction. They don't always do what makes sense. But yes, it
0: would absolutely make sense. Um, also on SmackDown, Shinsuke's new music. First of all, I love it. Love it. I mean, I have... They got rid of... They make it so you yes, can't Yeah, Exactly. That's the thing. Is I don't like it as much, but I'm not supposed to like it as much. And that's the point. And the best thing about it is... It, all it is, is just... It's actually a really dope... Like, a lot of people don't listen... To like Asian rap songs, and yeah. I don't listen to a lot of them, but I have heard a few. That is a really good Asian, uh, Japanese in this case. Sometimes it's Chinese, sometimes it's Korean. This time is Japanese rap song, right? Yeah, and it sounds exactly how a rock rap Japanese song should sound, and it sounds dope. And it gives you the one the other factor of it's not in English, so racists are gonna <laughs> boo him anyway. Oh, we we can't rap along, <laughs> we can't do anything. And and the nice thing they do is like. At first, I was worried. Okay,
2: maybe they'll just people will just try to sing it underneath. But and they speed cut it. it up. They speed it up. They cut it at points. They've changed it enough that, that you can't. That you can't. And it was where, like I was thinking. Okay, I maybe mean, they could can.
0: maybe they'll probably in, at big matches. You know, SummerSlam, you'll have people who, when the song ends and the match is about to start, will go. Oh. Yeah. But I'm going to get that in Shinsuke. Chicago. Yeah,
2: Heel Shinsuke is Heel Shinsuke. He's doing everything he should be right now. And he's to fantastic. Be getting, yes, like, <laughs> Heel Shinsuke is amazing. Tech, that's all there is to it. Like, they found, you know, for so whatever I reason.
0: On, I saw a meme on uh, uh, Twitter, I mean, on Instagram that was like, uh, sh- uh, Shinsuke was like, it was like the picture of Shinsuke on the ramp when he's doing like the crazy fe- face right. expressions. And it says, when someone speaks English.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then Shinsuke with his face like <sighs> I do. Like, so someone has already put a uh, a quote unquote subtitled version of of the rap song where it's just all about uh, you know when I face you, you better wear a cup. I'm gonna punch your nuts right up to your guts. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's so good. Um, but I mean, yeah. I mean, Shinsuke... They didn't really know what to do with him as a face. He was great as a face, but, you know, they didn't quite know what to do with it. He wasn't what they wanted as a face. Yeah. He couldn't cut, go out there, cut the 15 minute long promo. As a heel, he can be awesome. Awesome. Yes. He is a perfect WWE heel that, that can tap into, you know, he can tap into the foreign thing without really going yes. too far down that road. Like you can incorporate it without really, you know, going too far yes. with it. Every, everything about it works. It's wonderful. Plain wonderful. and simple. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, not much more to say about that than yeah. uh than that we'll talk about obviously the a j Shinsuke match in segment two back over to raw uh they end with the ten woman tag um you know for obvious you know we we get kind of the the weird dichotomy there of ending raw when they're not going to be there again we'll talk about that in segment two. Rhonda comes out setting up Rhonda Mickey for backlash makes sense i I mean look right now what you have potentially is Rhonda Mickey. You then have maybe a tag match between Ronda and Natalia and Mickie and Alexa at Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. I assume Natalia is going to turn on Ronda. So all of a sudden you have your summer planned through for Ronda working against extremely experienced wrestlers yep. who will help get Ronda over. Yep. It is perfect planning by WWE. Yep. To and it's credit. and
0: and then after going through all these heels, she's gonna go through Mickey James, then she's gonna go through Alexa and Mickey, then she's gonna go through Natalia. Three great heels. Yes. At some point in there, you're gonna get a heel turn from Nia Jax and you're going to get Nia Jax versus Ronda at SummerSlam for the women's or title. Or you could
2: even hold off a little bit more on that if you want. You know, you No, that match I, needs to be at SummerSlam. I, look, I have no problem with it. I'm just saying like you could carry Natalia through to SummerSlam if you wanted you just to,
0: Yeah. But that match needs to, Ronda winning the women's title needs to happen at SummerSlam so that she can carry it to WrestleMania yeah. and lose it to Charlotte. And yeah, yes, I mean I,
2: I was going to say you could do it in in Survivor uh, at Survivor series in LA if you wanted. That that's all perfect. Like if you yes, wanted to you hold could do it, it there out there. Too. Yeah, like that's the that would work just as well. No issues with it either way. However, you want to do it, they're being really, really smart with Rhonda. They need to be. They, they do. They need to be careful. They need to be open-minded with her. But so far, they've done everything with her. That perfectly. little hip toss
0: she does is
2: dope. Yeah, it's great. <coughs> I mean, dope. Basically, everything she's done has been great. They, they've been using her perfectly. Just keep it up. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's going to be tricky to keep it up. But, you know, if you can do it, they've done it perfectly. And to- what the f- what is Mickey James thinking? Why would you hit Ronda? You Rossi? fucked up. You, <laughs> you fucked, fucked up. up. You fucked that up. That is the ultimate time, did you? I just, I, I think that's my fa- favorite thing. And uh, Tony Schiavone said it last week that he feels that right now she's the basically the only special thing and like truly special thing in wrestling. Um, you know she's consistently.
0: The old, I mean, Brock Lesnar's a special thing, but
2: but yeah, but you know she's he's not around that often, yeah. and um, you know it's gotten to a point where. The look, not so much her theme, because the theme's a little bit too... Dude, her theme is awesome. Oh, it's great. I love. No, I don't love the but it's not the same as, like... Remember when we used to say, oh, when the Shields music hits, like, everybody goes, oh, shit, something's going down when Brock's... It's not quite that, because it's a little bit more of an upbeat, but when you see the look on her face, that I'm not even, image... I don't
0: agree with that, but to me... Okay. To me, the, first of all, that song is... I love the song. ...is voted, like, it's like the number one female rock song
2: ever. It's 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 a wonderful song. I'm it's, not saying anything against po- this. It's
0: a, the, that's what the best thing about it is... Ronda Rousey is a pop crossover yes. to WWE. Yes, she is. So she needed a massive pop oh, yeah. crossover song. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying you don't go, and oh, shit. I don't give a damn about
2: my reputation. reputation. Yeah. I mean, but my, my point wasn't so much to knock this off. It was just the look on her face when Mickey James hits her. That's just the ultimate, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Something's about to go down, and you yeah. have to watch. When you just see that look on her face, and it is wonderful. Yes, it is. It's just wonderful.
0: Uh, um speaking of wonderful things on Raw, how about the Misterrage trying to join the Shield and the Valorant in one night? I, God, I, what, what do they do with them? I, I'm I'm
2: concerned they're just not gonna have a plan for them. There there are a couple things you could do. Um I, I the, the one thing that's been thrown out on Twitter a lot, and even Bray and Matt were tweeting about it, is somehow incorporate them into the the woken universe which you know it's logical it makes sense you know i'm not going to knock it i don't know if it's the perfect quite it's quite the perfect usage for them though um i was joking around i I was just like throwing out okay who can we just pair them with that would be completely ridiculous so i threw out like mike Canellis and you do the love taraj
0: they should do they really should just pair them with heath slater do a and new three man band. Three M B, bring it back, baby. I, I got no issues with that. They already kind of dress like they should be in three M B. Exactly. You know, I, I'm wondering. Um, and I think that they would actually, because at that time, gender wasn't as, wasn't anywhere near where he is on the mic now. Right. And neither was Drew McIntyre. Right. No, they, they, it's mm- completely different. With yeah. those three guys, three M B could actually work. Right. Oh, I have no problem with that. Um, the other one I was kind of
2: thinking of, and I was wondering, uh, what about the Hype Train? You put them with Mojo. You create that. the hype train.
0: I can see that. I think that that would be something that would where be good because Mojo Mojo can talk, but he he's not at that like you were saying that main event. Mojo hasn't reached the point where he can give you a main event promo yet. Right. He's got the look. He's got the the pop crossover and, appeal, and they want to do something with him, yes. but he doesn't quite fit. It even. And his and a lot of people don't know this. Looking at Mojo, which is why he wasn't on Raw this week because he was already in Saudi Arabia because he's Arabic. Yeah. Oh, it's big. <laughs> It's big people don't realize that Mojo's actually Arab. Uh because he just looks like a white guy with red hair. Right. But he's Right.
2: (laughs) Oh no, I mean he is they they love taking him on these over whether it's Kuwait, whether it's Saudi Arabia or whatever. They love taking him on the overseas horse for those reasons. It's a great thing. They want to do something with him. And yeah, you know he definitely does still have his weaknesses, and pairing them would help cover some of those up. I'm not saying that would instantly put him into the main event, but that would all of a sudden make him a credible mid-carder. Yep. And you can go from there. Look, that that's a nice thing about the Miz is, Well, I I'd, I'd love to see it, especially for Bo Dallas a main event run in them. Like if this is how they want to use him, and just kind of use them as a support, that both as supporting characters and just having them bounce from person to person. That's a fine spot for them as long as they're doing something with them yeah at this point i'm just like okay you know i've I've given up on my dream of a a long-term Bo dallas title reign i i just want to see you know them have something for him so you know i saw someone uh i think it was on reddit or something tweet post to say bring back uh damien mizdow and have him just act as the Miz. The Damien the, Miz Taraj? Well, <laughs> and, and just haven't an acted, and like they don't ever acknowledge that it's not the Miz, and they just keep oh, that calling would be
0: them. amazing. <laughs> it that won't would be happen, amazing. but it would be so good. That would be amazing. Okay. Um,
2: but just, just use them. That's all I really yeah. want. And as far as, as partnerships go, Sammy and Kevin uh, are
0: everything. The Sammy and Kevin show was, first of all, the the little line was like no he has he has five kids no um you're forgetting about Jason Jordan, Jordan. Oh, that's all right he forgot about him for years exactly I, did you see and then they immediately cut, cut to Cardenas face he was he was trying he was so trying hard so, not so to laugh. hard not to laugh yeah, yeah it was so good it's so
2: oh Sammy bringing out the glasses pouring over the no- just everything like we were we were like, flipping you know, his pages on remember the notes? a few months ago we were wondering if he'll Sammy was gonna work and then we?
0: Were you, did, were you all in on heel Sammy? I never said I, but the thing is, you said that you, ne- I never, he's never worked heel, so I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know bah, what's bah, gonna I happen. Know. I was like, why wouldn't he be a good heel? Like, he, he's, <laughs> he's a, He's a fantastic wrestler. It's it t- it's very hard to be that good in the business right. and be a bad heel. That, that's there's a, fair, a but, lot there's a lot of guys that are, it, are shitty the, faces. The way he's doing it though is so perfect. <laughs> yes. It's so like, perfect. Like there's a lot of shitty faces. There's guys that cannot be a face.
2: By the way, speaking of Sami and Kevin, do we agree match of the night Sammy and Kevin versus uh Braun and Lashley? No. No, who do you have?
0: I am going with um uh Bobby Roode and uh uh Oh, uh, Elias.
2: Okay, that was also a good match. I like the uh, the little. We'll, we'll let Glenn be the tiebreaker okay. in this case in segment two. Um, yeah, I mean they were both pretty good matches. Uh, either way, Roman doesn't get it. Obviously, Roman <laughs> hasn't had a match
0: in God, two damn. months on Raw. Damn part timer. Still only six nine and one. I would like to point that out. That that's a pretty good uh, pretty good number. He there. hasn't had a match on Raw in two months. And he's six nine the, and one. Why do you think they're doing that? Be because uh, he's reached the level that he doesn't have to.
2: Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting though that they're intentionally, and I think actually it's smart. Just so he, might he might have he, a, he might have a lingering injury. It might be a lingering injury thing, or it might just be that you know. They know that once he gets the title back, he's going to start Working wrestling every single night. So you just you want to keep that special, and that's, I have no problem with it. It's one thing. I, I love the fact that Daniel Bryan didn't wrestle this week because I was starting to worry, like, if he's going to start wrestling every week, he all of a sudden, like, the true specialness of Daniel Bryan yep. starts to fade a little bit. So I'm really glad he didn't wrestle this week. I think they should be, you know, having him wrestle, you know, once a pay-per-view cycle on TV and then at
0: the pay-per-view. Yeah. I I mean, either way. Yeah, I, I think it's it's going to be perfect, because because Roman's the kind of ch- WWE champion that he's going to he might he'll win the title on Friday, and he might defend the title that Monday on Raw. He could, and then he'll might not defend the title the next week, but he'll definitely have a match on Raw the week after that, and it'll be the best match of the week. <laughs> it, it always is. He's the champ, and that's why he's been the champ so many times. And that's why he always gets the big shots because he does what he does when he does it. <laughs>
2: All right. I think it's time to bring in Glenn uh, here for segment 2. Anything else you want to bring up real quick before we uh, take a break here? No, I'm good. All right. We're going to come back. Glenn's going to be in here. I'm Aaron Oster. He's?
0: The main event.
2: AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. This is Jobbing Out.
0: WWE Ringsider presents SmackDown Live at Royal Farms Arena, Tuesday night, May 8th. Tickets available now at the box office and Ticketmaster.
1: Are you looking for
2: a great deal? Then head to Goodwill on Saturday, April 28th for their special Saturday Spectacular sale and save 50% on Goodwill's entire stock, including housewares, clothing, and shoes. Saturday Spectacular is the best sale in the area where designer clothing, collectibles, and more are 50% off. Excludes outlets, new goods, TG, and cannot be combined with other discount or offers. Shop Goodwill on April 28th for Saturday
0: Spectacular. Visit GiveTheGoodwill.com for all locations and details. details.
1: All right, you fucked it up enough. I'm taking it over now, okay? For Christ's sakes, what the hell did I walk away from and allow you two assholes to screw up there in segment mm-hmm. number one?
0: Jesus. One of the best uh, segments of this, uh, I think, in our show history. See, I'm
1: just <laughs> glad you weren't there because we
2: got to do like 30 minutes of Infinity War. We touched wrestling for like yeah. two minutes, but the Infinity Have you guys already
0: seen it? No. Just our, oh. just <laughs> our thoughts. Just, yeah. We're, we're, we're
2: doing predictions. <laughs> Look, we're more excited <laughs> yes. about doing predictions for <laughs> Infinity Second War. Infinity War... <laughs>
0: We did a decent amount of Infinity War. Well, that, that's the bet, by the way. We actually <laughs> tied in Inf- Infinity War very oh, nicely right. to wrestling too. That's right. Uh, uh,
1: segment number two of jabbing out. I'm Glenn Clark, and I am I'm taking over for segment number two. I I've got a I apologize that I wasn't around for segment number one, and frankly, I'm not sticking around past this segment. Um, hold, on, just... hold on,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on, uh, Glenn. Oh. Are you, for pause for a second, I I forgot I brought these in. Hold on. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I brought the, I brought these in. So hold up. Uh, so we have uh we have uh. You know, Cheetos actually came out with this new thing. Yeah. Um, it's called Sweetos, and they have okay. they have um, cinnamon sugar puffs. Okay. As well as caramel puffs. Yeah. So I'm gonna pass these around for yeah. everybody to try. Hold on. Please, right. please
1: do. Please pass those around.
0: Mm. See
1: so the caramel,
0: Aaron, is, Aaron, is
2: get, make sure you
1: get one of those. Aaron, yeah. make uh, sure. Uh, oh no,
2: no I'm doing right now. I we he grabbed the caramel. I grabbed the cinnamon sugar. Now I'm grabbing the caramel. Mm. Okay, now why don't,
1: you, why don't you pass them over this way, if you don't mind? Could you pass them to me? Yeah,
0: hold yeah. on, oh, here you go. Yep.
1: All right. Uh huh.
0: Okay. Yeah. Why would you give me this dog food? <laughs> no, no, it's fantastic, actually. It's really high. It's, it's actually way better than you would ever expect it to be.
1: Really?
2: Yes. I mean, powdered sugar on Cheetos. Is that, I mean, what?
0: How can you go wrong there?
1: It does just sort of sound like a a Cheeto funnel cake, which doesn't sound like the the worst thing I've ever heard. uh, Exactly. But but
0: that's not all that I brought in, Glenn. Oh, you son of a bitch. I also brought in this new Cheez-It Duos, (laughs) which is bacon and cheddar. The fuck is this the week that you
1: decided to go all in? Why would this be? Well, I thought you would be here. I I would have liked to have been here. It's a very long story. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, d- describe it to me t- in detail if you don't so, mind.
0: So the cheddar just tastes like a regular cheese. Yeah. it mm-hmm. but the bacon flavor is actually a nice kick.
2: Yeah, it's it's not too overpowering. It's and, definitely not too overpowering. It, it mixes these. I mean, it tastes like a, it's a like cheeseburger. It's like bacon yeah. bits
0: in a baked yeah. potato, like All that right. that level of
1: bacon. Yeah. But well, nobody's got a problem with that. All right. Well, that sounds pretty good to me. Hey, where are those new Oreos that Brian Powell was telling us yeah, about? I, yeah, I don't know, but we need to get those. Yeah.
2: What? So it was a cherry cola, a pina colada, oh. and a
1: kettle corn. Was that it? Kettle corn, yeah. Kettle
0: corn. Oh, yeah. That's the one I want.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know when they're they're uh, dropping, but I am uh, on board. Yes. For oh my hall. god, these these uh, you know
0: these cheesy duos would go perfect with some tomato soup. Ooh. Mm. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like a fall day. That's mm-hmm. what that sounds like mm-hmm. some perfect, ta-
2: definitely perfect like tailgating stack right there. Yep.
1: Well, I hope you boys are enjoying yourselves. We are. I hope we are. Yeah, that's the case. Uh, Glenn Clark, uh, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun, Rolling Stone, and of course the main, the main event. am ev- oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just sort of rolling past that. The main event, AJ Francis. Um, okay, a couple of things. One, uh, did you guys? What did you guys think of the idea that I had where they do um, Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey versus Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn? Um,
2: I hadn't seen that idea. It's,
0: I'd be all in. It'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that I, be amazing? I, I'd have no issues with it. We don't also, We see cool. the problem is, if you would have been here, we actually laid out the perfect plan. Yeah, for we Ronda we, we
2: booked Ronda through Mania already. There's no yeah. room for it. Yes.
0: Yeah, but
1: that, I just improved it. Is the no, problem. that's
0: actually the thing is, you actually did not.
1: No, I made it better. That's what I do. So here. here's that's here's
0: it. how we here's how we said it. Okay. Uh-huh. You have Rhonda obviously go against Mickey James at Backlash, mm-hmm. which you parlay into Rhonda <clears throat> and Natalia. Versus Mickey and Alexa at Money in the Bank. Okay. Which you then parlay into a Natalya heel turn.
1: Right. I mean, that's coming, of course. And then
0: you have, you so could have Natalya versus, you could have Natalia versus um, Ronda Rousey leading up to SummerSlam, and then at SummerSlam have Ronda versus Nia Jax, who has then turned heel. Or okay. you can have her versus. Natalya at SummerSlam, and then have Ronda versus Nia Jax at Survivor Series for the belt. And then you have Charlotte win the Royal Rumble, and you set up Ronda-Charlotte at Mania.
1: All that sounds great, but it doesn't sound as good as Ronda and Curb versus Sammy and, Sammy and Kevin. Yeah, it does. It
0: actually sounds better.
1: No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. That sounds wonderful. It's the perfect way to introduce the idea of having Ronda face dudes, whereas you're not committed to it moving forward. You're just doing it one time to help Kevin Owens and as-
0: I think if they did something like that, it would be at like the Australian Royal Rumble WrestleMania. Yeah, Re- WrestleMania down whatever. under
2: whatever the, the
1: WrestleMania.
0: Right. What, yeah, whatever
2: yeah, exactly. The the other thing bigger than WrestleMania.
1: <laughs> the best the best ever payback. <laughs> <laughs> The backlashiest. I
0: can't believe that Halloween I, Havoc, but better. I can't believe they passed on calling the this massive show in Saudi Arabia battleground. <laughs> <laughs> what a show! What a- <laughs> all right, so let's let's deal with it. Like the the, what's the
1: weird part. Like that, Aaron and I talked about. First of all, having. Having a pay-per-view on a Friday afternoon, while I'm actually fine with it in general, is terrible for this show because I, I would have tried to move the entire recording tomorrow, which would have been better for us for a couple of reasons, but it, it just would have been really dumb for us to be talking about a show that was happening about six hours later by the time the podcast actually posted. So we decided we would do this show on Wednesday, and, and that would be the way that it would go. But the other thing that's weird about this is I can't figure out this show is somewhere between <laughs> glorified house show and most important program of all time well, it could go either way <laughs> that, that is the damnedest thing about what we're getting on friday it might be nothing more than like okay that was basically when they do a house show at msg it's like house show plus the title you know ch- title
2: chase, room which makes it important but you know it basically equates it to that uh the, the japan show
1: where uh Jeez. finn dollar D- won the and, NXT title and
0: brock lesnar fought beat kofi Kingston, Kingston in like and the rest. three seconds yes exactly
1: or it might be that we like get together on Friday night and we're like, holy shit, that's the most important thing that's ever happened in the history of wrestling. Like, I just don't know what exactly they're going to do on Friday, and it's the weirdest effing thing. Um, I, I know that there's the awkwardness of this that sort of is not being discussed. And I-, I-, I am surprised. I told you, Aaron, I thought that we would hear more of it this week. We haven't. We've heard uh, a little
2: more. Like Triple H was... Uh, asked point blank about it, too. I can't remember what outlet it was, but but was asked about it, and he gave, you know, a very, it was a good answer about how you know, they can't be part of the solution, can't be part of the conversation if they're not doing shows there, even if they aren't doing the shows the exact way they can, and they're hoping that they can en- enact change there, so in a couple of years they can go back and, and have women, which is a perfectly fine answer. Yep.
0: It's like you can't bring you can't bring um women or apparently jewish people to saudi arabia for a big show just like you could never have a black heavyweight champion in alabama it just wouldn't work it just doesn't (laughs) it just doesn't translate you know it's just there's just certain things that just don't work you know somebody might say just like you can't be black anywhere anywhere well just like you can't be black and reach for anything in your pocket you can't
1: be black and say go to waffle house you can't be black and play golf or whatever i mean like I, i i hear you yes um Look, he's not – man, I I want to say –
2: It's a a very corporate answer, but there is some truth to it.
1: Maybe there would also be a lot of people who would turn back quickly and say, if you want to enact change, you say you're not getting a penny of of money from us until you do things the right way. We're not going to financially support a country that's holding back women. And I think that is much louder and more significant than any point that Triple H would attempt to make. Look. This is a money grab. That's what this is. If, That's if, why- if the
2: money's anywhere near what people are saying, then this is potentially going to be more profitable for them than WrestleMania.
1: Which was insanely profitable for yes. them. Which
0: it's was like- the most profitable WrestleMania of all time. Correct.
1: So <laughs> I get why they're doing it. And, like, there's a lot of things that we all do in our jobs where we sort of, like, you know... Uh, AJ, I think you've admitted before. You don't necessarily love the fact that the team that you play for is called the Redskins. Not at all.
0: I actually don't like it at all. But you can't. But it says get- Washington Redskins on every single one of my checks, so I'm going to cash them shits. Yes. Yes. And that's the <laughs> point. Right. The point is
1: that, like, we all like to think that we'd be, you know, holier than thou and we'd be the ones to step up and, and make the grand statement. But the truth is, at the end of the day, like, yeah, you know, we all kind of want to get paid too. And that's just the reality of the situation. I don't like. Look, I worked for a horrendous human being for years, and I sort of just laughed it off. Hey, I know this is a bad person, but like, I like getting paid every two weeks. So, I, you know, I, I, I do think that there was the be plenty- biggest
0: moral stand I think I've ever taken in my life is I stopped eating Chick Fil A for like two years. Oh my god! Wow. When, when I found what? out when I found out that they didn't support my people, you know, my friends, the gays.
1: I mean. <laughs> I, w- I wish that I could make that statement, but my God, I could not.
0: My and then, things- and then uh, I saw the light because one of my very, very, very good friends, whose name is William, he is a homosexual man, and he's a very good friend of mine. And he told me, hey, let's go to Chick-fil-A. And I was like, whoa, bro. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, bro, I'm sitting there fighting this, I'm fighting this war for you. Yeah, and he's, right. like, he's like, bro, have you had the chicken? I'm like, of course I've had the chicken. What do you mean? I didn't, like, show up to Chick-fil-A on, like, Religious
1: Freedom Day, you know what I mean? Like, I thought that was bullshit, but, like, I, I, trust me, there's a lot of people in a lot of companies that I give money to that I probably wouldn't like many of their stances. I wear an awful lot of Under Armour gear, and that dude was on Trump's council for a little bit, so, like, you know, there's a lot of things that I go through. I'm wearing
0: three different Under Armour things as we speak.
1: Uh, Right, correct. Mm -hmm. It's just sort of what it is, and 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 it's tough. Look, I'd love to be in a place where I could be a a, a warrior for this type of thing. I cannot, and I will watch the greatest royal of them. It's just sort of what it is. So I I guess to recap all of this, none of us are particularly good people. Like, we, I try mean, that, we try. Yeah. We try. We uh, try. AJ's raising money for charity with a basketball yeah. game. I'm going to donate money to his charity for the basketball game. We're all doing the best that we can. It's just that we kinda have limitations. And if it involves me missing Chris Jericho performing in a wrestling ring, I am going to pass. So that's where we are right now. Um nothing wrong with that. Right. Just, what, are, what are you gonna do? You know what I mean? Like I can't I I,
0: I get it and I wonder. In like, which, I, how do you guys how do you guys call your uh, like where do you the games that you call for like uh Loyola or whatever, yeah. what what is that broadcast on?
1: Well, everything broadcasts in a different place. Like, yeah. I do some games for a TV network called Stadium. I do some games just for the Patriot League. I do some games on the radio. Like, every, everything is in a different...
2: Yeah, all... I mean, sometimes I've done it for the specific schools. They have their own stream, and you do it for them. It just,
0: you know... Oh, okay. Because I was thinking about how I could try to finagle that for the charity game.
1: Oh, mm. try to get a broadcast? Yeah. Um... Yeah, We I, can I talk could... about that later. Yeah. yeah <laughs> let's talk about that later. Yeah. I I, 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 We'll figure something out. All right, anyway... So here we are. Um, we're going to do this event, and what we're going to do is we're not going to do a typical pick segment. We talked about it, but again, it's so effing weird. And again, it it's could- weird, and it's close. That's the other thing: the fact that it's well, on the Friday. What we should do it, it for?
0: What we should do it for? By the way, um, a little peeling the curtain back a little bit. Aaron's going to get a botch in segment three for calling uh, the MCW show tribute to the troops instead of did, did I say tribute to the instead the of troops? tribute to the legends? Ooh, ooh. Uh, okay. now now other than that i think that we should put a bet on this but it should be three botches loser gets three botches
1: i mean look i'm okay with doing something i it's just such a goofy show that i don't know what to make of it I mean, for, but, for me my
0: thought
2: process is it's only going to be up for about you know 24 to 30 hours before it so it's weird if we go through the full predictions but
1: afterwards to find out what our what our picks were uh so yeah. they see if we were idiots so that part doesn't bother me at all yeah. uh Whatever like, you guys want
0: to do. Yeah, I think the two thing solves everything.
1: All right, let's do... How many... So where are we with the, botches? Do we even know? I mean, we, we reset,
0: yes, so... that's why it's big.
1: All right, fine. Three. You got it. Three botches. That's what we're going to do. There and you go, Brian
2: Powell. Oh, God, there's ten matches, but okay.
1: Yeah, we got we to gotta fly because I got to get out of here. <laughs>
2: uh, all right, I'm just... Uh, Undertaker versus Rusev in a casket match. Um, yeah, the, hey, this, just. <laughs> just the build was so weird.
0: Yeah, there's no way that Undertaker does not win.
1: I mean, it's a casket match, right? <laughs> like, like the only way that I could see... Okay, if you tried to figure out what the hell happened where they took Rusev out of the match and then put him back in again, is it because they, like, had this moment where they said, well, we got to protect Rusev, we can't take him have a loss, and then somebody else turned around and said, well, if we're assuming The Undertaker's not done, like, if this isn't his final match, is it the end of the world if he were to lose a match, but... No, you don't have the Undertaker squash John Cena and then turn around 2 weeks later and lose to Rusev in his own match. So yes, the Undertaker wins.
2: Yeah, uh, I'd really like to know what happened there. My guess is it comes down to Vince just simply changed his mind uh and that's why we had the, the Jericho Rusev thing. But uh yeah, no, it's the Undertaker winning? You he, sure. you don't you don't have the Undertaker win in that fashion. So well, you mentioned Cena, we'll move on to John Cena versus Triple H.
1: I don't know about this one at all. Like neither one of these guys appears to need to win anymore. So like you know, this is always the bit where you'd say John Cena in the match, but the truth is like Nanny Moore, that means he's probably gonna lose. Um but if Triple H is in the match, he's definitely gonna lose. So right. it could it be a double count out? Like is that <laughs> a- uh, I I guess there's more logic in John Cena winning this, but again, this is where it becomes sort of goofy house show. We're like I don't know if they think this really matters moving forward for either of these guys. So who knows? I'll I'll pick John Cena for this because Jesus again, as I always say, I'm not going to lose the bet because I picked against John Cena.
2: I, I'm in the same way, and Me not, too. not because just because John Cena got killed at Mania. Triple yeah. H, 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 H lost, he did the but super job at Mania. He didn't, get, he didn't Mania. get killed, so yeah. yes, he John... did
0: his biggest job since the Suplex City bitch.
2: Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. And no, to be honest, that, was, that and, was a
0: bigger job than Suplex City. Beach.
2: And he, I guess he also dropped to Nikki Bella, so. Oh, my God.
1: Ow.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs>
2: what a hey, pot shot uh. from Aaron. Uh, hey. So, so, see, no is that. Uh, we have the Cruiserweight title on the line as Cedric Alexander defends against Callisto. Um, Cedric didn't win at Mania just to lose it to Callisto, so Cedric wins.
1: Cedric wins. Yeah, Cedric wins. This is not good. We're not picking matches differently.
2: Uh, we will soon. Okay, uh, let's go with the Bludgeon
0: Brothers versus the Usos. It's on me, and I'm picking the Bludgeon Brothers.
1: <laughs> yeah, Again, I mean, this is the problem with having titles changed and expecting them to change again two weeks later. I just can't do it. Like, I, I, the Bludgeon Brothers, yes.
2: Yep, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I think this might be the first interesting one, uh, especially based on what uh, me and AJ were talking about. We have Jeff Hardy defending the U.S. title against Jinder Mahal.
0: It's your pick, Glenn. Hmm, man,
1: this is an interesting one. See, I didn't think it made any sense at all to have Jinder Mahal drop the belt. Um, I, I still have no real idea what they think they're doing with Jeff Hart. Yeah, Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal's winning here. I mean, it, it, absolutely Jinder Mahal's winning here.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's tough for me. Because I, I think, I think that this be. makes this makes sense to send it back. The only thing that has me even pausing is... Do I think that Seth Rollins is going to drop the belt this quickly? That's the only reason I'm pausing. But you could have Seth Rollins just win the U.S. title from gender if they really want to go that route. So yeah, I'm I'm picking gender too.
0: Blitz, um, can we pick the Intercontinental title match next so I can just do because re- my reasonings for the picks go back hand in hand. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm picking Jinder Mahal to win the U.S. title um, because. Like we mentioned, we laughed a couple weeks ago when we were talking about who who else is close to uh, being uh, uh Grand Slam champion. Yeah, we, we like were, they we were, were pushing were, that. We, we were, were like in Monday after oh, yeah, at the you baseball know? game. we <laughs> like, oh yeah, you know, uh, Jeff Hardy's got to win the U.S. title. <laughs> oh yeah, right. And uh, and uh, Seth Rollins got to win the Intercontinental title. That's those are the two closest ones. And this is coming fresh off the heels of Randy Orton having the U.S. title for like two weeks because he needed to become a Grand Slam champion. What I see is WWE has finally found the Grand Slam champion thing as like the new cool thing we can do to establish somebody. Yeah, you, you, can, po- you can give them some credibility exactly. by making them a Grand Slam, yeah. So because of that, um, I think that the only reason Seth Rollins won at WrestleMania is because, I mean, he's already a bona fide star. Um, WrestleMania 31 proved that. Um, and he, they solidified him having him win the belt at in, uh, the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Um, Jeff Hardy solidified star, made him a Grand Slam champion by making him the U.S. champ. I think it makes so much sense to have Jinder Mahal win the U.S. title and then you turn around and have The Miz win his Intercontinental title back in a ladder match because this is the only match that I could Like we say that because we obviously saw Miz beat Roman Reigns on Raw and that was great and all that. But like realistically speaking, Miz versus Finn Balor for the Intercontinental title, Miz versus Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental title, Miz versus Samoa Joe for the Intercontinental title. Miz is going to lose those matches more often, like Uh 95% of the time yes certainly but if it's clean exactly yeah. so the perfect way to have him win this match without it being cheap and still solidify him as the greatest intercontinental champion of all time is to have him win in a ladder match and i think that's exactly what they did
1: uh by the way i'm with you yeah <laughs> like,
0: yeah
2: that's the thing <laughs> like if we're picking gender i i think it would be interesting Samoa if you, Joe. I, I
0: was gonna say i think it would be
2: really interesting if you had joe when you could do joe a lot would be of a things. great intercontinental champion because I I he
0: wouldn't lose that belt for a very long right.
2: time. Right. I just don't know, you know, knowing that he has Roman Reigns right around the corner, I don't know if you want to have him win the IC title and then, obviously, he wouldn't lose the belt, but then he'll lose right away. Now, granted, in WWE land, in a non-title match, you're going to lose whenever you want. Yeah. But in my world, I wouldn't want to see that. I, see, you I know.
1: And it's that you will lose.
2: Right. Every, exactly. You're going to lose every non-Thomas. So I don't necessarily want to see that. So in that case, Miz just makes more sense. But Joe could be really interesting as well.
1: Um, look, I, Miz is the answer always. I mean, like, this is... It, there's, th- th- this always works when you do this with the Miz. So, yes, the answer is the Miz.
2: All right. Great. We're all together still.
1: Uh, I mean, A- this is going to come down to who we pick, You're- if any of us get the Rumble right. This yeah. is really going to come down. Um,
2: AJ versus Shinsuke. Uh,
0: so who's it I
2: just did double, so e- Okay, you- so, yeah,
0: just... I Googling.
1: think it's Aaron oh. because he never went first. on Okay,
2: him. yeah, I'll, that's right. I was supposed to go first on the other one. Um, I think that it's not quite the time for shinsuke i think that aj styles is going to win either because shinsuke you know finally gets caught low blowing him or because aj finally decides to wear a cup which you know big plot hole there why wouldn't you do that but it's going to be not in a decisive way and shinsuke probably stands tall at the end so he's still very clearly the number 1 contender but aj uh, escapes from with the belt there
1: i you know this is tough because how many title matches can you have shinsuke nakamura lose and and still have him credibly be in the title picture and and that's that's a tricky part for me but it also doesn't i don't know it doesn't feel right right now um I, I, yeah. there's a part of me that wants to pick it because like why the hell not and again I'm going to keep going back to this would be it would be four at that point pay-per-view title matches that Nakamura would have lost correct correct yep that's all dude, that's that's a big number. It is. I still don't see it happening. Yeah, AJ Styles.
0: Yeah, hey, I picked Shinsuke Nakamura. That, I told you guys month I told you guys after he lost at WrestleMania, you guys were like, Oh, we don't even know who he's gonna face at the Greatest Royal Rumble. I said he's gonna face Shinsuke Nakamura and he's gonna lose. And I'm picking Shinsuke Nakamura to win the title because I mean He's closer to Asia than he ever been on in a big pay per view, you know, before. So he's probably going to get a lot of love, even though he's not supposed to.
2: I was going to say, then do you want that? Do you want him winning a title in front of a lot of love when he's supposed to be
0: heel Shinsuke? Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. Okay. Considering that the person who we pick in the next match is not going to get a lot of love when he wins. Well, I thought the whole. No, actually, he is, but not on the internet. (laughs) I was going to say, I thought the whole point of this was to get. Well,
2: let's go to to it. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. I thought the whole point was to get Roman Reigns a lot of love.
1: Yep so, what you're you're suggesting that you believe Roman reigns is going to win this match? Is that what you're in what what yeah Roman reigns is winning this match <laughs> yeah I, it, it, only the oh, again, the only thing I'll say here is it's so telegraphed that I wonder if at some point in the last couple of weeks, Vince has said to himself like he's done the same thing, he's just like sort of changed his mind and said, nah. I'm not going to do it. They're all, they all think I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do it, and we'll do it some other I'll do it at Backlash in nine days. Right, and like, you never know with Vince, but the fact that he already has his next pay-per-view opponent lined up, right. um, I, I, man, I gotta. I, I just can't see any world in which if this was the plan that they back out of it now, Roman Reigns wins.
2: Plus, at some point, if Roman Reigns loses against Samoa Joe becomes absolutely right, and Roman Reigns is just a big loser.
0: I yeah. mean, it's, it's absolutely true. Uh yeah, I got I got Roman.
1: It really is kind of a huge plot point that they haven't addressed the fact that like in what world did Roman deserve another title match after what happened at WrestleMania? Well
0: they well they said they actually addressed that this week if you watched Raw. How so? They said that Brock Lesnar himself said that he wanted to face Roman Reigns again and he wanted to face him in a cage because he was able to leave. because okay. he you know was right. living.
1: You're right, you're right, you're right. I do remember that now. Thank you, thank you. You're right. Botch, botch. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um which
0: leaves the greatest Royal Rumble match.
1: Do we how many of the people that are participating do we even know?
0: All right, how how do you, how do you like this? Ready? I have another idea for a pick. Ready? We yeah. pick we pick A you can either pick there's going to be no stipulation added to like the winner or you try to pick what the stipulation is.
2: You mean like a reward?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Um Okay. I mean fine. <laughs> like
0: I guess
1: yeah, I mean I don't I'll, I'll go
0: first. Okay. I think that the winner of the Greatest Royal Rumble will get a title match at a p at a um at a show of their choosing. Not necessarily a pay per view. Not a money in the bank cash in whenever you right, want. Right, right, right. But you but, have to uh announce but You have a title match at the show of your choosing.
2: Okay, and then let's go this is they announce it like at the show at the Rumble. At yes. the Royal Rumble. Okay
1: um okay i'm gonna say they don't announce a stipulation because they really know what they want to do with it yet
2: i agree i think they just give them a trophy yep so yeah
1: so then who who
2: who wins um i don't even know whose whose turn is it i'll just go first whatever um i think there are a couple of interesting possibilities here you know, this isn't just the Andre because there are some big names involved. You could actually do something, even if there's not a stipulation involved. There should be a stipulation involved. To let me be clear, there should be a stipulation involved, but you can use it as a way to propel somebody. So if, let's say, a Bobby Lashley one, mm-hmm. and you, you had an idea of getting him into the main event quickly, this is how you do it. You have him, you know, you use this as a way to catapult it. Um, I'm just going nope. with Braun Strowman. You though. motherfucker! It, it's going to be Braun Strowman <laughs>
0: winning this thing. <laughs>
1: Really hate you both.
0: All right, I'm gonna pick somebody else because I I was gonna pick Braun Strowman, but I just hate you so much now. Um, I'm going Finn Balor. Okay. I'm really
1: bothered by the fact that Aaron just picked Braun Strowman. Me too. <laughs> it
0: kind of well, pissed me off. I
1: mean, it's the obvious pick.
2: How can you throw a monster <laughs> like that over the top rope? It can't uh, be
1: done. Facts. Well, because 20 guys throw him over. You know what? Just for the hell of it, I'll say Daniel Bryan for the sake of saying Daniel Bryan because it'll give him an amazing moment back that he kind of didn't get at, at WrestleMania because he wasn't really involved in his match. So, um, You I'll are
0: clearly have, sleeping during that match.
1: sleeping a great deal. You're right about it. <laughs> An entire event. That's not wrong, but I've gone back and rewatched. It's not that he wasn't involved at all, but for Daniel Bryan's return match back, it was not really about Daniel Bryan. So this gives him a major moment. So I have Daniel Bryan win it.
2: Certainly logical. Uh, I'm interested to see if like. I, I'm pretty sure they have 50 men on the roster that they wouldn't have to bring in outside of Jericho and Mysterio. Oh, they're
0: gonna, there's going to be... Ma- apparently, the great Khali's Khali. Kali, that's match. right.
2: Khali's also been announced Hulk for Hogan's
0: going to be in this match. You know that, right?
2: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> oh my God. You realize
2: that, right? And then oh. he eliminates Titus and Apollo immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my
1: God.
0: <laughs> you, you realize that we're going to hear, I am a real American, coming out of the speakers of those Saudi, uh, the Saudi arena.
1: Holy hell. See, I, I, you... I just,
0: I don't believe he'd
2: be able to keep that a secret. That's the thing.
1: I don't believe it either. I mean, like, th- I mean, the truth is, yeah, like, once somebody arrives in Saudi Arabia at this point, it's not like they're there visiting. Well, plus,
2: I'm talking about Hogan. Hogan ah. Hogan is Trumpian in the fact that he can't keep a secret. Like, he'd tweet it out if that was a yeah. thing. Yeah, there's
1: probably something to be said for that. I'm saying that there is a bigger problem is that any anyone they want to have a surprise entrant, like, somebody just needs to camp out of the airport in Saudi Arabia. It's not like. This isn't like when you're trying to get a surprise engine at the Royal Rumble and you can say, hey, the event's in Tampa. Why don't?" I don't we know fly- if you guys
0: know this or not, uh, but uh, Saudi Arabia is a kingdom. And if their king says, hey, nobody's allowed at the fucking airport while everybody's there, just like he says no women are allowed on the show, that's what's going to happen.
1: Uh, I'm okay. I mean, there is somebody yeah. said uh, you're right about that. I don't know <laughs> if that's what they're doing, but you're right. I mean, they could absolutely do that. Um I, I still, I, 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 I don't, I don't think you're right about that. I don't think it's gonna end up being Hulk Hogan. But holy shit, if it was,
0: if Hulk Hogan wins holy this, uh, Hulk Hogan has to win this if he's in it. You know that, right?
1: God, amazing <laughs> fucking
0: Hulk. Hulk
2: Hogan throws everybody. Hulk got, Hogan comes in that one, he's gonna then... Hulk
0: up when Braun Strowman tries to throw him out, and he's gonna eliminate Braun Strowman.
1: Oh, I mean. Oh, what an amazing moment. <laughs>
0: the right. greatest okay. day in the history of our sport. How much are you gonna mark out when you hear d dirt? Oh, I hear
1: that music? My like I don't yes. care Look, No, he's a bad guy and the whole thing. But just when I hear that music, like I turn into a six year old boy all over again. I'm just like ah! that's exactly the noise that I make too. And oddly enough I have an erection. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. It's a very strange thing. Like I don't I don't I'm get it. I'm shocked you all. didn't pick Kurt Angle, by the way. Me too, actually. Um. Yeah. I mean, it'd be great. I. I mean, like, I could have picked Chris Jerry all, all of my favorite wrestlers are in this match. <laughs> yeah. yeah Jarrett, true. Arch-
0: yeah. Arch- oh Arch- my God! <laughs> <laughs> you know, Archie's yeah. going to show up to Saudi Arabia on Saturday, right? <laughs> hey, Rowan, what's going on? What's up, Kuwait? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Kuwait? <laughs> oh
1: my God! All right. Um. Cool. So that's that's it. That's yep, that's. The those show? are the ten
2: matches. God, I, I really wonder how long this is going to be.
1: People are talking about being like six hours long. I mean, man. just
2: the 50-man Royal Rumble is going to be. No doubt.
1: All right, good stuff, boys. Uh, uh, enjoy your final segment, all right? Uh, we, so we will. We through. have NCW champion The Bruiser
2: joining us for segment three. So I know oh, you're there. upset you're going to miss that one.
0: Yeah.
1: The Bruiser, he's uh, he's certainly a legend in these parts. That's great stuff. At Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com. Love you guys. See you, uh, see you next week.
2: For sure. Alright, going out to segment two, we'll come back with The Bruiser, MCW champion, as well as some talks about possibly our fourth Mike having a big weekend in segment three. This is dropping out.
3: When I think about things that have over-delivered in my life, I think about Blueberry Pie Oreos, I think about the first Kingsman movie, and now I think about Hammer and Nails in the Owings Mills Metro Center. My first trip to the Ultimate Man Cave Nirvana blew me away. When I got there, I went to the back room. Oh, this is where the magic happens. I got my first ever manicure and pedicure treatment. It was so relaxing. I understand why a lot of guys actually fall asleep back there. The seat was custom-crafted for my comfort. I had a flat screen in front of me with noise-canceling headphones so I could watch whatever game I wanted to, and I was even sipping on a nice adult beverage. Then I went out, and Tracy hooked me up with a really stylish haircut. She took care of me with the shampoo treatment, the hot steam towel. You can even get the close-edge razor shave all at Hammer & Nails Owings Mills. Memberships are available. They make a great gift. On Mondays, you can rent out Hammer & Nails for your corporate event. Trust me when I tell you, this is an experience all guys must have. Hammer & Nails, grooming shop for guys, now open in the Owings Mills Metro Center.
2: back in. It is segment three of Jobbing Out. Glenn had to step back out. I'm Aaron Oster here alongside the main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. And while you are the main event, we have the icon in this region. If you have been watching independent wrestling, particularly MCW since since we were kids, since (laughs) since the 90s, you know this man. He is the MCW champion. He has been the MCW champion. uh, How many times? Remind me again.
4: Uh, ten times.
0: Ten, ten, ten time. Ten. 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 Ten,
4: ten.
2: time NCW champion. The Bruiser is joining us. Bruiser, thank you so much for your time. How are you doing?
4: I'm good, man. Thank you for your time, guys. Thanks for having me on
2: absolutely we've been uh, we've been wanting to have you on for a while now we of course love mcw in this area and like i said you've been around forever you are the 10-time champion you're you're feuding with uh dan mcdevitt we had him on the show about a month ago just uh you know how's things going in mcw right now for you
4: uh right now mcw is great man we're uh we're just killing it we're having like all of our shows are just incredible right now the, the crowds are are following our stories everybody's into everything and we're just we're flowing on all cylinders right now.
2: You know, I know uh, this past weekend was, of course, the tribute to the legends, both to the convention and the show. You ended up main eventing in the uh, six-man tag. And I know that crowd is one of the biggest crowds of the year. They're all there, not only to see you guys, but, of course, uh, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Shawn Michaels was there. Uh, what, what was this weekend like for you?
4: Uh, this weekend was just another a great weekend being involved in the wrestling business, getting all those legends to come in and be at one place at one time. And uh, it's just a special, special day for us. And then uh, even a little more special for me because I have two boys, you know, a seven-year-old and a uh, thirteen-year-old, and they get to uh, they get to like meet these guys and hang out with these guys and get pictures with these guys. So uh, getting to see their faces when they get to meet a Shawn Michaels is uh, pretty special to me.
0: So you might say that this weekend was too sweet. But just a
4: little too sweet.
0: But uh, you know, I, I, it's, it's funny to me. Ten-time champion, what is it like to be the only person ever named the Bruiser that's actually a face?
4: Uh, well, it's 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 taken a while to become a face. Like I guess longevity. You know, eventually people have to start liking you if you're around long yep. enough. You know, they hated me for a long time. So uh, I guess I'm doing something right today. You know, with with making sure that the kids enjoy themselves and our fans have a great experience when they come out to our shows, you know, I go out there before the show, during the show, and after the show, and I make sure I take pictures with everybody, and I just make sure they have a great experience when they come to an MCW show because our fans are what keeps us going. So,
2: you know, for you are the face of Maryland Championship Wrestling. There, there are other big names, of course. Ryan McBride has been there for a while. Dan McDevitt, the owner, is is, is kind of. But uh, to to the outside world, you have been synonymous with mcw for the longest time you know what what is it about mcw that has kept you going all of this time to to really stay with mcw and then become so so connected with it
4: i mean i've been here since day one you know i was dan mcdevitt's first student back in 1997 when he opened up our first wrestling school bone breakers and uh just ever since then it's just been a connection you know i've got i get to run his school now Uh, I can't stand that punk right now, but, uh, (laughs) it's, it's still business and, uh, I'm still going to keep running this school because we have the best, the best kids in the world coming there. You know what I mean? Like two of our guys now, you know, the Velveteen Dream and Leroy Rush are down there. Velveteen Dream is the
0: best thing about wrestling currently, period. I don't care what anyone says.
4: Yeah. It's just, it's incredible. Like all I care about doing right now is, is giving back to this business, uh, I want to leave it better than I, you know, than when I got into it. Uh, whatever knowledge I've learned over all these years, getting to work with all these legends that I've got to work with and all these names that I get to work with, I get to give this back to these kids trying to pursue their dream. And just to be a part of the young kids trying to get to that next level is, is what keeps me going every day, which gets me going down to that school two nights a week and training these kids. So
0: that's all. That's awesome, man. You, you mentioned the Velveteen Dream, who everyone who's ever listened to this show knows is my favorite like he he's everything um uh you mentioned Leo Rush both very young very talented guys um if, who on MCW in MCW or maybe even in the school training with you who are is a young guy that you would love to give a title shot in the near future
4: uh you got to watch out for the that Dante Caballero guy mm-hmm. he's a uh, he's getting it there man that kid's pretty good uh i don't think he's going to be around too long you know that guy's a, He's just putting it all together now. He's getting his body together, so he's he's probably not going to be around too long. So I keep my eyes out, keep my eyes open for him.
2: You, when when you say knockout, you think uh, do you think WWE might be calling? Is this or is this going to be more of a Leo Rush situation where he starts going out in the bigger indies, then eventually makes it to WWE?
4: Uh, it could go either way. You never know what the uh, the big E's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, got eyes everywhere, especially nowadays. The way Triple H has helped change the indie scene around with this. NXT stuff and it's actually uh, we're like uh, we're all like little bloodlines just helping helping keep NXT going you know so it all the wrestling business is booming and it's a lot to do with what Triple H has done down there with that NXT and
0: that's know? so and that the best thing about that is Triple H was knocked for years about burying young talent and not giving a damn about her young talent, blah blah blah, not helping out the business, doing the jobs for young talent, blah blah blah. And that man has single handedly helped revolutionize how not only you view indie wrestling and uh, how people perceive indie wrestling, but also like how the WWE handles itself and how it is perceived. So it's that that dichotomy has just always been so funny to me.
4: Yeah, it's, it's that's you know, hilarious because for like you said, for years he was considered the guy that held everybody down, and you know, and that here he is just you know helping everybody out. You know, it's just uh just crazy.
2: How have you seen, especially as NXT has grown? You kind of mentioned the change in the business. How have you seen it uh, change? MCW over the past few years as NXT expands, as you have guys like uh, Patrick and Leo making it to NXT from your training center. How how have you seen everything change?
4: Uh, I mean, on, on our level, like I get emailed every day from, you know, 10 or 15 guys wanting to come in and get on our shows. Like guys are just nonstop. Uh, Dean, the guy that runs the school with me, he's getting emailed every day. Guys want to get on our shows. Just, it's just, uh, the way it's changed, I guess MCW is considered one of the better independent wrestling promotions out there. So, uh, I mean, I think it's the best, but like, other people in the outside world, we consider one of the better ones to so like people want to come work for us all the yeah. time. And that's just, that's just like a huge honor. You know, it just shows that we're doing something right there and you know, something something's going right for us. What do you,
0: what do you think the difference is that makes MCW re, like revered as one of the best Indies in the country, if not the world?
4: Well, it's, uh, our core group of guys, uh, have to have passion and if your core group of guys don't have passion for for what they're doing there's no reason to be doing it because everybody knows you're not going to make a killing on the indies you know the independent wrestling is all about your passion for this business and hoping one day if you work hard enough you get your chance everybody eventually gets their chance to make it big it's what you do when your chance comes uh whether or not you make it or not you know uh yeah. But you gotta have passion in your core group and our core group, it's, it's let, it comes down from the top. You know, I'm so passionate for this, for this company and this business that I, I wouldn't let anything stand in my way. You know what I mean? I, I, I demand respect from all my guys, uh, and they have to respect this business. If not, then they're not, they're not going to work for MCW too long
2: you have some, I know right now you have uh, Rosa Mendez who's decided to come and, and make a trip. I think she's making the trip from Pittsburgh to, uh, yeah, five, to
4: five plus hours back and forth, two nights a week.
2: What, what does that mean to you when someone like that who has been around the business, who has been at the top of the business, wants to spend that time to come and, and train with you guys?
4: Uh, that's an, another incredible honor, man. Like this girl has made her money. She was there for what, 11 years or so, almost 11 years. And now she wants to be taken seriously and not just be some, the, you know, the diva search winner. So she's busting her ass and, like, she's not asking for any special treatment. She's down there doing whatever we tell her to do. Like, at the end of the night, when it's time to clean up, she's sweeping rings, mopping tours. She's paying her dues in this business that she's already been on, on top of. You know, she never saw the independent And she came and did an autograph signing for us, I believe, at our January or February show. And, uh, like, a week after the show, she messaged me and she's like, Hey, I'm interested in coming down to your school and and training with you guys. You guys, like, I've, I've, are just so professional. I couldn't believe that you guys were an independent wrestling company. And coming from somebody like that who's been, been up there for so long just means a lot. It's, it's another thing. It's just pretty cool, man. It's just pretty cool.
2: I mean, w- that, as you said, you know, she was kind of she was came up in the, the Divas Search. I think she, you, she might have been part of the Divas Search. I'm not sure exactly, but she wants to do it. Is that kind of part of the changing scape of, of wrestling, bringing these women? And of course, you know, you guys have a, a uh, Jess who was uh, trained with you guys a lot as a NXT ref right now. Mm-hmm. And and just how, how are you seeing that whole thing
0: change?
4: Uh, I mean, women's wrestling is is completely different now. You know, uh,
0: better than it's, it's ever been. been.
4: It's, it's, it's awesome right now. I mean, the girls up on, on top are just working so hard and they're forcing yep. all these other girls to, and actually forcing guys to step their game up. Cause if you don't, you're going to get passed and pushed to the side. Uh, women's wrestling is, is on top right now. It's, it's, I hope it gets higher, but it's going to be hard to top where it's at right now. <laughs>
2: is is that something you're as you are you know doing the training doing the school something you're putting more of a priority on trying to find uh, some of these women around the area
4: uh I work with our women the same way I work with our guys like I don't give anybody any special treatment like I treat the girls just like the guys so if you're down there you're getting you're getting my a game you're getting me busting your ass beating respect into beating this business into you and uh you're all getting the same special treatment no, there no special treatment from me.
2: You know, we, we talked a little bit about uh, Velveteen Dream, about Leo Rush. Uh, when they walk, first walked into the school, was that something where you could tell these two are special, these two are going to make it, or, you know, what, what was your first impression of them?
4: Yeah, I, I think uh, Dean and I had a conversation early uh, that they're not going to be here too long. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? What? No, they didn't have any attitudes, you know, they just listened. And then... When you come in, you just want people to, you know, just keep their mouth shut and listen. Because especially an 18-year-old kid when he comes in, I remember when I was an 18-year-old kid, I knew everything. And my mouth ran before I listened. You know, if I'm running my mouth, I can't hear anything. Uh, but these guys just kept their mouth shut and listened. And when they did open their mouth, it wasn't complaining or saying, why do I got to do this? Why do I got to do this? It was asking questions about the business. It was asking What do I have to do? Not why do I have to do something? You know, like, that's, you just know somebody's, the heart is there when you're, when you're getting the what's instead of the why's.
0: When you first, and this is my last question, I just, it's just fascinating to me. When you first heard about the gimmick that Velveteen Dream was going to have to do, did you A, think it would work or B, think he would be able to pull it off?
4: Because uh, I knew frankly, I knew he could be not to cut you off on so the side, I knew he could pull it off because we do these birthday parties at our wrestling school. Uh and we can go into whatever character we want to. And he was doing some ridiculous characters in front of the kids uh back then, you know what I mean? Like we he had this one, it was pretty Ricky and he would come out kinda like the same thing, less flamboyant with all the with all the, the garb and everything, but still like the same character.
0: That's uh, with the awesome. same
4: Attitude and stuff, and I was like, man, this kid just, he just got it. whatever he wants to do, he can just do. So
2: we could say the Velveteen Dream started as a kid. I wonder what kid that was that birthday party <laughs> that got the, I
0: saw the first, the first iteration of the Velveteen Dream. And who also, who's responsible for that incredible elbow drop? That's what I need to know.
4: That's just his athleticism, man. He just he studies tape and watches, and he just he's just so athletic. It's yes, just he is ridiculous so mcw Ridiculous.
2: right now on fire right now obviously everything is going on what what's it mean to you to, to get that big feud with dan McDevitt? as you said it, you were his first ever student and it all comes full circle now where you guys are, are feuding over the title
4: uh i mean it's it's me and dan again you know we did it we did it uh, 15 or 18 years ago uh it's it's come full circle and it's I don't know, I just, uh, I guess he had a change of heart, he, you know, saying that Joey was the kid that made it, because he mentored Joey back then, we, me and Joey kind of started together way back in the day, and you know, it's all good for, uh, was it good for TV, right, so like, uh, it's, me and, me and Corporal are going to go, and it's going to be fun, because we're going to get a little crazy, and our fans are going to enjoy this more than anybody else.
2: I love it. So, so where can they? What, what are your next few shows? Obviously you just had Tribute of the Troops in Joppa. What, what are your next few shows? Where can we see MCW? Uh, we got
4: May 19th out at North Carroll High School in Manchester. Then we got, I think June, Road 9th back at Joppa. And then July is our big, so July 13th and 14th our Shamrock Cup uh, up in Joppa. You can go on MCWProWrestling.com and get all the information you need to check us out. Uh, I don't want to skip over this. Our last show, we had the Tribute to Legends. We had one of the best, uh, not just indie matches, one of the best wrestling matches ever. It was a wrestling clinic. It got a standing ovation from our crowd. Uh, It was Nick Aldis, the NWA world champion, against Brandon Scott. And uh, those two guys just completely killed it. Uh, You get a standing ovation, and and this is wrestling champ at an indie show. Like, you get, like, the fans wanting to hear themselves mark out and start throwing chants all the time. But you know when it's a genuine standing ovation after a match, uh that's something special to see. If you haven't checked that out, you have to subscribe to Rage T V and check that match out because that was just uh, that was something to watch.
2: Yeah, everyone on social media raving about that match. How cool is it just to have the N W A title defended in Joppa?
4: Yeah, that was uh that's pretty awesome. We're working on trying to get that back so uh the brand and nick and get that going again because so i think that would be pretty special for our fans
2: yeah, that'd be awesome i know everyone needs to go out and uh, as you said find rate find it on rage tv the tribute to the legends find that and the the rest of the show as well got rave reviews over the weekend uh anything else we can promote for you bruiser
4: uh yeah not really man just check mcw pro wrestling out if you if your kids love wrestling you do a birthday party check out a- check out our page uh, we do kids' birthday parties. Uh, the, our wrestling school is booming. We start four, We do four classes a year. You can get that information right off our website. Uh, if you want to be a pro wrestler and you're trying to train somewhere and you're not coming to us, you know, you're making a mistake with your future. So, uh, MCW Pro Wrestling, where is that?
2: Yeah, who wouldn't want to be the next Velveteen Dream? I mean, come on. If you're in the area and you're not going there, you're uh, doing something very, very you don't wrong. You
4: have to be in the area. Rosa Mendez proves that. Exactly.
2: I, I, when I said area, I meant like the Mid Atlantic. Yeah, you could, yeah, anywhere yeah. there, you better be coming to MCW. So we, of course, love MCW here. Uh, thanks so much for your time, Rosa. We really appreciate it. Hey,
4: thank you guys.
0: Well, that was an awesome interview with the Bruiser for sure. Um, make sure you guys go out to the next MCW show. I mean, they put on. I mean some of the best wrestlers in the business currently came from MCW. We really mean it. If you if you're listening to this and you want to be a wrestler in your in the Mid-Atlantic region, you need to go out to MCW. That's the best possible training that you could get around here. Um in the meantime, uh it's Still Segment 3, you know, and we're going to do something we haven't done in a while, Aaron. What? What's that? Called the quick count. Hey, a real quick count. Ooh, one, two, ooh, three. Ooh, ooh,
2: I will go off the reservation. Actually, I think we're going to two things a little bit off the reservation. One more start. so than the other. Yeah, one a little more so. uh TNA had a pay per view this weekend. Okay, uh, it's
0: called Impact Wrestling.
2: You're right, Impact Wrestling, TNA, whatever they're calling it these days: Global this Revolution, week. Global <laughs> Force, whatever they're calling it. um rate reviews. I actually, I did not watch it. I'm, I'm going to have a chance to go back watch it later, but um. People are saying, but of course, you know, we've been here before. Great pay-per-view. People come out and saying, oh, this might be a turning point, and then it never ends up being a turning point. The one interesting thing about it, though, is um, they have a new champion, and it's Pentagon. Like, that's a ballsy move. Like, Pentagon doesn't speak English. He's, for for the most part, a foreign wrestler. Um, And you put your title on him. I love it. I love Pentagon.
0: Does he have five moves of doom? He has,
2: like five moves that will literally kill you, plus, like, 20 (laughs) other moves. I mean, his finisher is he breaks your arm.
0: Oh, that's a pretty good finisher. Yeah. (laughs) So you're saying no one ever comes back from his finisher? No,
2: never, ever, ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Pentagon's awesome. I love him. Uh, I have no idea how long this is going to be for. This might be, you know, get a quick pop and then put it back on Austin Aries or whoever else might, you know, show up. Um but you know they it was a good overall I like the direction they're going bringing in all the triple A guys is a smart decision mm-hmm. it, it sets them apart. Um you're bringing in some better women. Tessa Blanchard showed up. She's going to start wrestling there along with Taya Valkyrie. Why is
0: Tessa Blanchard never got? I thought she was awesome every time she was in NXT. Yeah,
2: I think it's I think it's one of those things where you know, I don't know why she hasn't signed a guy. It, a... I tell you,
0: Impact Wrestling, I know you're listening because WWE listens because we made, we talked about how Jeff Hardy and Seth Rollins needed to win, yes. respectively, their belts to be Grand Slam champions, and two weeks later, they both did. Yep. Uh, so we know WWE's listening. We're, we're pretty sure Impact is listening as well. Listen listen right now. If you make Tony Storm a major feature on your show, I'll watch every you'll, week. You'll watch Tony Storm? <laughs> every week.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn would definitely agree with you there. <laughs> Every week, period. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's all I really have to say about Impact Wrestling. Uh, I'm excited. I'm sure it's going to go nowhere because it never, ever goes anywhere. But who knows? Maybe this will be the time they surprise us. So let's go out west a little bit to another company called 321 Battle out in Seattle. Hey. And. That rhymed. Okay. <laughs>
0: 3 2, one battle out in Seattle.
2: Oh, yeah, it did. Hey, what do you know? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> and uh, it was a big for one big reason, and that's our fourth Mike Steve Miggs. You you did good getting in your debut in a ring. Yes. Steve Miggs got in in a big match with Matt Cross as a partner in front of a packed crowd cheering yeah. him on. That was pretty awesome. Did you actually get a chance to watch no, the match? No, I haven't seen it yet. It was a pretty cool. It was a— uh, Did he win? He did win. He went over. He got the final pin. Okay. He was it was an 8-man tag. He teamed with Matt Cross, who's obviously awesome, and then two of the, kind of the local guys, one of which has like the greatest gimmick ever. He's called the Bird. He looks like the the like the San Diego chicken with like a luchador San Diego chicken. That's amazing. He comes out and he shoots the Bird. Because oh, he's the bird, like that's his whole gimmick, and it's kind of amazing. It's <laughs> so amazing,
0: ridiculous. and
2: he comes out to send me the, the bird is to the, the match, Please send me. Is it on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, I put it up actually on our Twitter. Okay. Uh, it's it's up on Twitch, and uh, it's awesome. It's it's really good. makes you know, he holds his own. He throws Respect. out throws out some offense. He sells a little bit. He didn't just go in there and you know get a pin and that's it. He actually did a little bit of work. So big congratulations to our fourth Mike and. We'll see if he has to get in the ring again. They definitely uh, left it open to continue that feud down the line with the Hellfire Club, which I kind of want to know, is that based on X-Men or is that just kind of a name? That's the stable he was going against. I mean, probably a little both. A little both. A little both. But uh, yeah, it was, and God, crazy Cole was their other partner. It was him, Matt Cross, the Bird, and Crazy Cole. See, the
0: thing is, the difference between my first match and his first match is, I booked my first match yes. to a T. Yes, and I'm assuming with the names that you're putting out there that Steve Mix did not. Um, I mean, he
2: is the commissioner. You never know. <laughs> True. <laughs> he. uh. True. But uh yeah, I mean he he I got to, I was texting with him over the weekend, he talked about how cool it was just, you know, I mean he got in the ring with Matt Cross. Yeah, like that's, that's pretty cool. kind of awesome. He's working out this ma- the match logistics with him and setting it all up. And three G one battle, I mean, that was the first time I had actually really looked at it. Uh it looks like I mean, they're basically in a bar and the crowd's just ridiculous. You have people like cosplaying in the crowd and that's sick. and just like look did they it's Basically punk rock wrestling, and that's awesome. I'm actually I might be going out to Seattle at the beginning of September, so I'm hoping I can catch Ooh. either three two a battle play, do or we to fly. play the Seahawks. No, uh, there. But since you guys start on the road, I might be uh, going out there week one uh, just to, just to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, my my boy Kevin to get lives super out there. High. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Got to get that before football season officially starts. Yeah, I can dig it. There we go. So uh, I'm hoping to see either three, two, one, Battle or Defy when I get out there, because uh, it, it looked like a fun time, that's for sure. And uh, the third one, you want to talk about something, a little something that happened on, uh, was it Raw? Yeah, yeah Raw. It was,
0: uh, so if you guys remember, um, Booker T said on his podcast that the reason he stopped working in the booth was because he was going to have to put hands on Corey. <laughs> Corey Graves, and uh, I just thought it was hilarious that like they were both back in the booth again this week, and they kept like throwing little shots at each other the whole time, and like talking and like basically bringing it up like live on air, and uh, I just thought that was hilarious, and I was wondering if you had noticed any of the the back and forth and how funny that was.
2: I mean. Corey's just great i like i i didn't even really fully hit me that it was Booker because you know i'm so used to (laughs) just throwing jabs at everybody back and forth that didn't really hit me that you know they might be alluding to it but it was great i mean booker's now on to challenging goldberg and everybody else in the you know everybody else in wrestling you know i don't blame him he's keeping his name out there even when he's not necessarily on the booth i don't think he's going to be on the booth too long here uh probably not Though actually you know what that might not be true I don't know. There, there's something weird going on there with Coachman. I don't know what it is. Um, he might be back next week. He might not. I don't know the exact story. There's differing theories out there. What is, like, what? I mean, there, there's some theories that just say, you know, whatever. It's not just, it's not working out with Coach. So, you know, we don't know a whole yeah. lot about it. It's just, it's more people throwing out speculation than anything. But And
0: uh, I also wanted to point out Corey Graves. Uh, he had a funny joke with The Rock uh, yep. to when they announced that The Rock had a baby. Uh, he said, he said, Rock, why do you have your shirt off like you just gave birth in the hospital? And I thought that was funny. And then come to find out, Aaron, uh, uh, being the internet nerd that he is, That's right. Tell us, Aaron. Apparently it's a real
2: thing. I thought it was just a great line, too. And, I mean, either way, whether it's a real thing or not, it's a great line. Yes. But um, apparently the, the skin-to-skin contact is a real thing when you have a newborn. You want them... That, it's more comfortable for the kid. It helps you bond with the kid. So the Rock just apparently it doesn't normally does that, happen. In does hospitals. that
0: still count with like massive tattoos or no?
2: I guess it does yeah. if the Rock's doing it. Yeah, but right maybe too. you know it's 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 infusing the kid can with we, the with the tattoos. Can we
0: also talk about why uh, speaking of the Rock? Why is it that people went and saw Rampage, but people didn't go see Baywatch? Baywatch was hilarious, and Rampage's been like the number one movie in America for like two weeks, and.
2: I, was, I I didn't see Baywatch, so I don't know. Like even Baywatch the,
0: was hilarious. Even The Rock
2: says Baywatch isn't, wasn't very good. No,
0: it was a like it was it wasn't good in the sense that like the story didn't make sense and it was stupid and it, right. but it was still funny.
2: Oh, I thought I don't know if you saw this. Um, as as it started doing as Rampage started doing well, The Rock said. Fi- finally breaking the video game uh, curse. Uh, we're going to forget about Doom.
0: <laughs> oh, damn. I did forget about Doom. Yeah, I forgot that ever happened.
2: And, and, and the Doom Twitter account went right back at him. Man, why are you throwing us? <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really good. But, um, I mean, you know, the Rock's box office. I'm... Probably going. to, I don't know with the with the Avengers. I mean, I don't know if I'll have to, I just have no time to see movies anymore. There's so many that I've wanted to see that like I totally missed out on seeing Pacific Rim.
0: Did you and, see um a Quiet Place? I didn't. That movie was sick. Everyone's
2: talking, saying great things
0: about that every, movie was sick. It was unlike any movie i would ever and seen. Before. Everyone's saying great things
2: about Blockers. So.
0: I, haven't, I haven't seen that either. I,
2: but everyone's everyone's raving about Blockers and saying specifically John Cena is amazing in it.
0: So uh, see that's the difference between John Cena and The Rock's crossover power is there's. There's a bunch of John Cena movies I've never seen and don't care if I never see. And well, I mean, half of them are ve- straight to DVD, to be fair. very few Rock movies yeah. I haven't seen.
2: I mean, especially lately. You yeah. know, I haven't seen, I don't think I ever saw The Tooth Fairy, to be fair. What? I, I didn't see The Tooth Fairy. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, The Rock, Cena, and Batista are going to have the three biggest movies in America. Quick,
0: best Rock movie ever?
2: Best Rock movie ever? Oh, man. I mean, Fast
0: 7. First of all, Fast Five to me is better than Fast Seven. Okay, but <laughs> but actually, very underrated rock movie, The Game Plan, dude. Game Plan's good. I really like movie. I, I really like the Rundown. Another another yeah. fantastic movie. Yeah. Jumanji was hysterical.
2: Oh, Jumanji. The the thing about Jumanji is like he's like my fourth or fifth favorite person. He's definitely in my that.
0: third favorite person in that yeah. after Jack Black and um, Kevin Hart.
2: See, I like Karen Gillan better than like I think she might be number one. She was great. She was great. I do not agree though. <laughs>
0: Um so I I it's like I said, like, Oh yeah, that's The Rock. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, he's The Rock. The he's... Rock The Rock should never be able to play the nerdy high school dork character. And it worked. And it fucking worked. He's that good. I mean all of it's just Please wonderful. don't cry, please don't cry. Please don't <laughs> cry. Please don't... <laughs> so
2: good. So good. Uh, yeah, I think that just about wraps it up here for Jobbing Out. AJ
0: plugs all right so um i got my charity basketball game it's may 5th we got vernon davis tory smith brent grimes um a bunch of other nfl nope. players <laughs> brent grimes he uh, actually plays defensive back for the tampa bay buccaneers okay all right that's in the national football league okay um it's in the united states and um uh you know uh we got a Musicians, we got prizes. There's going to be giveaways. There's going to be food from Lido's. There's going to be food from Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Um, there's going to be drinks from Body Armor. Shout out Kobe. There's going to be drinks from Essentia Water. There's just going to be so much dopeness and raffles, and, and there's going to be a halftime show. And it's just going to be a spectacle that you're going to want to be a part of. And it's all for a good cause. We're raising money for Sarah's House, which is an emergency homeless shelter. Um, in right off of Fort Meade Army B, Army Base in Fort Meade, Maryland, um, it's a really big event. I'm excited with the opportunity. It's at Old Mill High School. Um, it's my team of celebrities versus the Old Mill basketball team that my dad is the coach of. Um, because of stupid county rules, um, my dad's not allowed to coach them in that game. So I'm in the works of getting Jay Gruden to be one of the coaches in the That'd game. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, I'm also try- reaching out. I'm trying to get Brenda Freeze to be another coach in the game. I think that would be pretty dope, too. Um, it's just for a great cause. There's going to be a big crowd, hopefully. I- I'm pretty sure there's going to be a big crowd. I mean, nobody's ever had an event like this in Annaldo County where I'm from. So, like, um, it's one of a kind. Nobody ever does celebrity games versus real basketball teams. It's always celebrities versus celebrities. And half the celebrities suck. All the basketball players on my dad's team are good. And all the basketball players on my celebrity team are good. So it's actually going to be a good game. It's going to be a good time. Uh, Make sure you guys come out. You can go on my Twitter or my Instagram, at AJFrancis410. Click my link. And it'll take you to the, it'll take you to where you can click the link to buy tickets because there is limited seating because it's a high school gym. It's not like Tory Smith's game where it's at the Royal Farms Arena and he can have 5,000 people in a 12,000 seat arena. No, this is a 700 seat basketball gym in a high school. It's going to be probably packed. Um, it's gonna be hot and sweaty in there too, so make sure you p- you dress like
2: dress accordingly,
0: and don't come too drunk because it's single de Mayo. I know how you wrestling fans think. All
2: right. What what times it at on Cingo de Mayo?
0: It starts at two thirty p.m., so you can drink in the morning, sober up at the game, and drink at night. All right. And, I think
2: that's a good plan,
0: and it's gonna be a good time. We're gonna go to we're gonna go to Jimmy's Famous Seafood that night. So there's gonna be a lot of celebrities there too. Um, it's just a great event. Um, shout out everybody that's helping me with it and um, shout out Sarah's house, um, the emergency homeless shelter. This is families whose houses have burned down or they lost their house or um, it's, it's a mother and their kids running away from a domestic violence situation. It's just a really good cause. And um I appreciate everybody that's been helping. Get your tickets now before they sell out. It's $10 for adults. It's $8 for old mill students and it's $5 for kids. So it's not, I'm not trying to rake you over the coals. It's going to be a great, great event. You're going to get more than you, than you pay for it for sure. Come out, show up, be loud and have a good time. That
2: sounds awesome. Uh especially the Cinco de Mayo part. May have yes. to, you know, plan plan my Cinco de Mayo accordingly around that yeah. for sure. But uh that that's awesome. I definitely think we're gonna have uh some support there. Again, it'll depend on playoff schedule for yeah. me, whether I can actually make it out there or not, but definitely we'll be doing something with that. Um you can find me at the AOC, so you can find the show at Jobbing Out Show. Email us, please, jobbing out show at gmail dot com for Glenn for
0: the main event
2: a j. Francis <laughs> of the Washington Redskins I'm Aaron Oster this has been dropping out tell we go.